Welcome everyone to reInvent and thank you for spending the time with us today to learn about the News Corp migration to Amazon Connect. My name is Jessica Mednick and I'm an Amazon Connect sales specialist and I've been with the team for coming up on three years now and it has been an absolute pleasure to be working with our customers around the world on their migration to Amazon Connect and it's been unbelievable to see the level of interest and excitement around this platform. And it's also been an honor to be working with Simon Clark, who is here today, who is the Senior VP of <coughs> End User Services and Infrastructure Services from News Corp, who's been working with this platform for over two years now and certainly has a tremendous wealth of uh, knowledge and information around this service. So before I uh, hand it off to Simon, I just want to level set and give you all quick understanding of Amazon Connect and where this came from. So Amazon Connect, we launched in March of 2017. And however, the story behind the story is before we launched this service, 12 years ago within Amazon Retail, we were actually going through an iteration of business practices. And we were looking to deliver contact center capabilities that were much more predictive in nature and were going to help quicker resolution of issues for our customers. And we actually put on RFP to a bunch of different contact center vendors out there. And what we were looking for very simply was a platform that was gonna be scalable, it was gonna be reliable, it was gonna be, give us the extensibility that we needed, you know, easy to use so that we can get in there and do the things we needed to do on behalf of our customers. And we couldn't find anything out there that really met the needs of our customers. So typical to Amazon, having a culture of innovation, we actually had a band of developers set forth and they created an internal contact center technology. This internal contact center technology has been in place for 11 years now. It's been fueling the Amazon 130 global contact centers around the world, supporting up to 70,000 agents. And this is the internal contact center technology from which Amazon Connect was born. So before we launched, we were in a beta period for roughly about 12 months or so um, with a dozen or so customers and really working with us very closely to help commercialize this offering. So we've been in the market coming up on three years now and to date we have tens of thousands of agents on this platform, thousands of customers. So with that being said, Simon and his team have been working with us for a little over two years now and it is such great pleasure that I hand you off to Simon to share his experiences, his approaches, lessons learned and uh, all the benefits that he has derived from this platform. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Good afternoon, and uh, thank you so much to for taking your valuable time to come and hear this presentation. As I say, I'm Simon Clark. I'm the Senior Vice President of End User and Infrastructure Services. What does that actually mean? Well, my job is very simple. My remit and my team's remit is to make the 25,000 News Corp employees globally as productive as possible from a technology perspective. So really, I help them look at the identity and access management, making sure they have the right permissions to do their jobs. I make sure that they actually have the right hardware to do their jobs. I make sure that we actually have the right software on their desktops. But as we all know, as users, things go wrong. And sometimes you might need something, or you might actually need something fixed. And that's where end user support comes in. And from a News Corp perspective, you know, our frontline contacts with our employees are our tech bars, but also the service desks. And they're so key in our foundation. And that's what I'm going to talk about today and our experience with server desks and how we've been modernizing that. 
um, using Amazon Connect. So before we get kicked off for the agenda, um, can a quick show of hands, who's actually using Amazon Connect at the moment? Okay, quite a few, fantastic. And who's actually using it uh, from an employee-facing perspective? Okay, some, that's fantastic. Okay, it's good for me to know and kind of give you the context as well. So today, I'm gonna to take you through what is News Corp as an organization. I'm gonna to describe to you some of the business challenges we face and why we chose to actually implement Amazon Connect. I'm actually gonna to talk to you about how we've actually expanded the use of Connect beyond the service desk and the, the future um, opportunities we have within News Corp. So let's move on and have a quick overview of what News Corp is. So News Corp was founded by Rupert Murdoch. It's an Australian company initially, and it started in publishing. And it started with the publications like The Australian, but then diversified and with the publications like The Times of London and The Sun newspaper. But here in the US, you would know publications like The Wall Street Journal and also The New York Post. But in addition to that, we also have information businesses like Dow Jones and their professional information businesses, and also News American Marketing. But we also have book publishing as well. So with the likes of HarperCollins and also Harlequin. But then we have a digital real estate business with kind of Realtor.com and Move over here in the US. And in Australia, we actually have Fox Sports and Foxtel. So as you can see here, it's a truly global but diverse organization. So let's now move on and talk about some of the business challenges we were facing. So a service desk, or what you might know as a help desk. So here we are. This is actually a picture taken of our service desk in Princeton, New Jersey. And there's 19 people who actually man this service desk. And this service desk is staffed 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And what actually it is, is a single point of contact for all of our employees globally to actually reach in and, and get support. And that, that, as I say, they're that level one troubleshooting organization. They're really there to actually provide the information, fix the tickets, track the tickets, report on incidents. But then, if they can't fix that issue in the desk, they're then reaching out to that next level of support to make sure that that customer gets what they need as quickly as possible and gets productive as quickly as possible. They also work and actually escalating where we have kind of multi-user issues, where we get getting those kind of P1 major incidents and how we actually then escalate up to our operation center to manage those incidents. So we're going to do a bit of time travel here, and we're going to go back to 2018. And this is when the service desk was actually supporting Dow Jones, the New York Post, and News Corp headquarters. And at that point in time, we were supporting about just, just over 6,000 employees. And we we're about having about 40,000 contacts a year from our employees. So basically, about six contacts um, in a year per employee. Our actual fixed and first contact ratio was relatively high, at 70%. And actually, when the employees were engaging with the service desk, we're actually having a very high level of customer satisfaction at between uh, 95 to 100%, which is a great place to be. Something about our employees, they love the telephone. They just love our telephone, and they just keep calling us. And the majority of our volume, 75 to 80%, is still via telephone. But one of the things we find is people like that convenience of email and just submitting a ticket to the, the service desk email address. But email is so inefficient. You know, it takes normally about five interactions with the employee to actually fix their issue versus if they just hung on, actually called us. And then again, as we start seeing a different generation coming into the workplace with Gen Z, people like to chat. You know, we're kind of so used to in our kind of at home working, you know, working externally and actually being to have that chat window pop up and actually talk to somebody. 
you know, our employees want that same experience within the workplace as well. So that accounts for about 3% of our volume. And even though we have a tech bar in Princeton, employees still manage to find their way up to the fourth floor and actually find that service desk and actually do walk-ups as well. So why did we go uh, with Amazon Connect? So back in July 2018, News Corp uh, created a shared services organization for North America. And this was really looking at how could you start creating this shared services organization from an end user support perspective. And it brought together the business units of Dow Jones, HarperCollins, New York Post, Realtor.com, Storyful, News America Marketing, and News Corp itself. So with this challenge came this issue about scale. How do we now expand the service desk offering to take on these additional business units? We're now adding on six additional business units. We're adding in over 5,000 more employees to support. But fundamentally, we're trying to provide a common and consistent um, service to all of our employees. So how can we give that experience to them? So this is when we start looking at our options. And we started thinking about support because we were actually, at that point in time, using uh, on-premise Cisco um, IVR ACD. You know, is that end of life. Every time we needed to make a change, we had to raise a statement of work from the vendor. We had to raise a purchase order. Then the vendor had to wait for them to make the change. Changes took a lot of time to ha happen. Then we think about actually how it's hosted. It's actually hosted on-premise, which is, again, so now you've got this box that you need to maintain, you need to patch, you need to upgrade it constantly. So when that employee calls through, there's no caller ID. We just know it's a number. We don't know who is on the end of that call. And from the service desk perspective, they actually use the BMC Remedy on Demand ticketing solution as their kind of ticket for that. And there's no integration between that Cisco IVR ACD and, and Remedy. And you try getting metrics out of that Cisco system, it was really difficult. So that's not a good starting place. And we kind of quickly ruled out actually staying on premise. And that's when we started to look at Connect. Also, I think one of the kind of key things we're looking at is that customer experience. As I say, employees want to chat. And one of the issues we had with our chat solution was actually we were using Bomgar. Now, Bomgar, for those who are familiar with it, is actually a remote desktop tool, but it actually has a chat capability. So we're really kind of reusing that capability, and it's not a kind of native chat capability. We could only use it for Dow Jones, and it was a really fragmented experience for the employee trying to find this chat icon to actually make the contact to the service desk. And again, no integration to Remedy. There's no kind of AI on the back of Bomgar. And again, it requires its own server state and patching and maintenance. So this really gave us a big challenge to say, what next? So what we did is we decided to go with uh, Amazon Connect. And we've actually adopted this model of actually crawl, create the foundation, walk, build on that foundation, and then run the expansion. And that's what I'm going to talk through now. So let's talk about creating the foundation. So Amazon Connect is actually very simple to set up. And for those you know, there's actually seven easy steps to go through. So first and foremost, you need a contact number for somebody to actually call. You need to set up the hours of operation for your business. You need to create the queues and then the prompts that the, the person would get, the contact flows, the routing profiles, and then configuring the users. For those who have actually gone into boot camps, you can probably set up a very simple call flow within a couple of hours. But for us, we were actually, and just to give you some background of where News Corp is on its cloud journey, 
over, we've actually been on a cloud journey for over seven years. At this point in time, 80% of our cloud compute and use corp is actually in the cloud. So we're very advanced on our cloud journey, but this was the first implementation of Amazon Connect within News Corp. So we were learning, and we didn't know how to actually do this. So we actually then approached um, Amazon, and they suggested speak to Voice Foundry. And you know, Voice Foundry has been a fantastic partner in actually helping us on this journey and how we've actually then set up Connect. And we're going to talk to you about how quickly we set it up, because it literally took three weeks to set up. And there was some complexities to our setup. You know, we needed to look at skill-based routing for our tickets and the call flows. We need to look at how we could actually integrate Connect to Okta, which is our single sign-on solution. So, and we need to look at some of our kind of prompts we put in place. But again, it, working with Voice Foundry, they actually helped us set this up in a very short period of time. For those who know Connect, what we actually did is we wanted to make the, the customer impact as easy as possible, so there's no kind of impact to our customer. So we kept the same numbers as the employees were used to actually phoning before. And one of the things we actually learned was you could actually, instead of just porting those numbers over in one go, one of our big learnings from this was actually to take that number and then forward that number from the existing um, IVR ACD to Connect. And that way we could actually prove out that Connect was actually working before we made that big jump and actually ported the numbers across into Connect. So that's one of our kind of major learning points here. For those who know Connect, it is very easy to configure. And one of the things I really like about Connect is this concept of drag and drop and the ability to actually then move things around and actually on the fly change your call flows. And you could be having a kind of major issue within your business day and you actually want to put some kind of prompt at the front to say, hey, I know something's actually happening, you can actually make that change on the fly. You can change your call routing, you can put your campaigns in there, you can actually then save it. If it's not working, guess what? You can just back out that change, go back to your last known good position, and just re-implement. And this all happens instantly. And that's one of the great things about configuration. And when you think about it where we were before, we've had to raise statements of work, purchase orders, now we're making those changes on the fly within seconds. That's a major change in terms of that. So I'd like to introduce you to Blake here, um, bottom of the screen. Blake's smiling. Uh, Blake's smiling because he loves Connect. So Blake actually is a service desk manager in Princeton. And why is Blake smiling? Well, Blake has something he never had before, which is actually real-time metrics of how his business is actually going. You know, he's managing this team of 19 people. From Blake's perspective, he wants to know who's actually logged in at the moment, who's actually in the system. He wants to know what are those agents actually doing. You know, are they actually on a call? Are they on post-call work? Are they actually on a break? Are they actually off, um, actually manning the, the tech bar? Then he needs to know that status. We get all of that from Connect. He wants to know activity rates. One of our key metrics that you hear me talk about later in this presentation is abandon rate. It's the kind of key measure we talk about. So he wants to know how many calls we've handled, how many calls we've missed, but also the occupancy of the agent. Um, so we can then start thinking about our staffing and going forwards. So all of this is actually available in Connect in that real-time metric screen. And we actually have these screens across, not just on the supervisor's desk, but on these big screens across the, the, the service desk. So all the agents can see this information as well. So it's a really great thing to see across the office. <clears throat> Connect. 
has this amazing ability to, for call recording. And one of the things I really like about this is you can actually, those calls are recorded almost instantly. They appear on this screen. And then you have this ability to actually then interact with this screen and actually say, I want to know the calls between this point and this point of time. I want to understand with this agent or this telephone number. And you can actually run these searches on the fly, pull back those calls in the bottom here, and then you can actually listen to them in real time. Now, when you start looking at how we used to work with Cisco and the IVR ACD, we had to hunt through, you know, tape after tape, trying to find that call. Because we might get that escalation from the customer say, oh, I had a really bad experience and somebody's trying to find it. Now we can actually home in on that experience very quickly just using this screen. So again, and also we have the ability not just to listen to it, we can also download it, we can use it for training purposes. And it's really useful, for, as I say, for that training purpose, that we can actually start focusing on specific agents and actually go back and listen to how they're actually interacting with our employees, which is great for um, education and training purposes. One of the great things about Connect is part of a much wider AWS ecosystem. And one of the things we heard about was Comprehend, the ability to actually get, and really taking that ability of converting that voice into text and then actually running uh, Comprehend and, and sentiment analysis, which I'll get onto in a minute. But one of the things we kind of really learned from this, and this is a kind of big learning for everyone to consider, is you can't just turn these capabilities on. Because the screen I'm actually showing to you is actually what happened when we actually turned it on. So one of the things you'll see here is that Comprehend actually splits, and this is a great thing about Connect, is it actually split into two separate channels. So you have one channel, which is the employee, which is on the left-hand side, and on the other side, is on the right-hand side, is actually the agent. And you can actually see this kind of little mind map, little kind of word map in front of you of the kind of key things, and you can see here, there's a lot of issues with my computer, which is in my room to fix. But um, you can see a lot of ums, ahs, buys, maybes. That's great, but do you really want that to be your kind of key words to put up there? The other thing is, when you start looking on the right-hand side, and this is a kind of point I want to call out for a future slide, is your last name, or what's your name? And again, it's about that personalization, and we're having to ask that question to understand who are we talking to. And I'm going to tell you about how we actually fix that. But the key point I want to make on this slide is when you launch Comprehend, you can't just turn this stuff on. You know, it needs to be tuned. You need to put the time in there to actually work with this. And we've actually worked with Serve to actually improve this and actually get the, the information we need out of Comprehend to actually understand what issues are emerging um, at this point in time in our support. So in addition to Comprehend, we also have sentiment analysis as well. I can see here, this is how we're exposing it in Kibana. And again, we can actually see, again, broken down into channels. On the left-hand side, the employee. On the right-hand side, sorry, the left-hand side, the agent. On the right-hand side, the, um, sorry, left-hand side, employee. Right-hand side, the agent. And again, when you start seeing that kind of, on that pie chart, that red area, that's a great thing for us to actually dive into. You know, why are we suddenly getting negative sentiment? You know, what are those experiences that those employees are having? Let's kind of hone in on those, actually find out what's going in there. Why aren't those calls going well? What can we do to improve the training? And again, at the same time, you can actually see maybe some frustration emerging with the, um, the agents here. We're getting some negative sentiment there. So, you know, that's really kind of, again, those kind of capabilities to actually help improve that customer experience and actually keep reinforcing training back to our agents. So what I want to talk about is at the end of this first phase, the kind of foundational benefits. Um, and I want to really draw your attention to this top section. 
And this is actually a direct comparison between our telephony systems, that's Cisco ACD and Amazon Connect. And it's actually the same time period. It's November to February 2017 to 2018, and with Connect 18 to 19. And what I want, want to draw your attention to is these two red boxes. So over that period of time, we actually increased the number of employees we were supporting by about 4,000. But at the same time period, we'd actually only increased our agent count by three agents, from 14 on the phones up to 17. But in that, same, in that same comparative time period, when we look at the things year to year and comparing the two different systems, the time to answer that call has dropped by 50%. It's gone from 30 seconds down to 15 on average. And the abandon rate, which is a kind of key metric we're looking at, has gone from 8% to just over 3%, so a 5% drop in abandon rate. And again, that all materializes into a much better employee experience. So in addition to these two kind of key metrics here, time to answer and the abandon rate, we also found these other benefits. We have that business challenge, you know, we, we bought on board those different business units, we needed to get a system up, we needed to provide a common and consistent experience to our employees. We set up Connect within three weeks, which was um, phenomenal. We would still be ordering the hardware to actually set up an ACD and IVR at that point in time. One of the nice things about Connect is the ability to actually call back. So if you're actually in a call with, on, on, if you're actually in Connect, you can actually say, do you know what, call me back. You know, I, I, and so you can leave your number and connect and the agent can call you back in sequence. The ability to actually record both inbound and outbound calls has really helped. The enhanced reporting capabilities, as you saw with Blake looking at his screen, um, to actually manage his business. <clears throat> and then also the fact that Connect is actually cloud hosted. So if you imagine this, this enables mobility for our service desk agents. All they need now is their laptop. They need... Okta, they need access to the internet to log on to connect, and they need their headset. And once they have all these things, they're then taking calls. So it doesn't have to be from the, from the service desk in Princeton, it can be from their home, it can be from a business continuity location. That really provides that mobility that we couldn't have with an on-premise solution. And the other benefit we found with connect, again, it kind of changed the whole model from a financial perspective. We went from a kind of capex intensive model to actually moving to an entire OPEX model. And actually the cost of Connect, the fact that actually you're paying per interaction, you know, you're not paying for seats, you're paying for what you're consuming. The actual cost per, the cost for us as a business has come down significantly. And we can scale and bring people on when we need to without having to buy extra seats, which is a, an amazing thing. So that's, what we did, and that was our kind of crawl, but now let's talk about how we're actually building on that foundation and what we've been doing since we initially launched. So this is all about personalization. This is all about making that experience from, um, uh, when you actually call the service desk more personable. And we've actually worked very closely in a partnership with AWS, with BMC, and with Voice Foundry, and also with News Corp to actually create an integration between um, Connect and the BMC Remedy solution. And the way this actually works is that you can see here on the left-hand side the inbound calls coming in. And you can see here, and I've actually had to redact some numbers, but you can see that there's a number coming on here. And what will actually happen is Connect will then hit Remedy and say, hey, 
there's this call coming in from this number. Do you know, do you recognize this number? And Remedy will actually then have that information that we get from our um, HRIRS system, which is Workday. And we'll say, actually, in this case, that number belongs to Alan. And then what will actually happen is that Remedy will actually screen pop onto this screen here. So, and the agent will actually see this and actually know they're actually speaking to Alan. So that, that whole experience changes. So now, no longer am I speaking to say, hello, Newstech Service Desk, how can I help you? What's your name? I'm actually saying to you, hi, Alan, how are you? Are you calling about your um, recent issue you've had? And you can actually say this, and you can actually change that whole dynamic of that conversation with that integration. Also, the implementation we had actually enabled us to then transfer the calls between agents and actually synchronize the status of the agent within Remedy and also with, with Connect as well. So it gave us that ability. So if you imagine that from an inbound perspective, we then replicated the same experience from an outbound perspective as well. So here, instead of actually thinking about who, who called me, if I need to call back Alan, I just click on Alan's number in Remedy and it then triggers a call within Connect and makes that connection through to Alan in this call here without me having to actually dial the number or do any kind of dialing on Connect. Again, all of these things changes the whole interaction with our employees, but it actually helps us with, from a productivity perspective for our service desk agents because it's all seamless. It's all integrated from their perspective. They're now using one pane of glass with two applications embedded into one view which is really powerful and makes for a much better experience. So what I want to talk about now is actually what are we working on? You know, what's beyond this? So one of the things we're working on with Connect is actually changing that employee experience. So instead of actually having a traditional call tree saying dial one for this and dial two for this, what about actually getting the employee to say what they want? Why don't we start using that capability? And again, that, that changes that. And these are capabilities that exist within Connect today. One of the things we're really excited about and uh, was recently announced just before reInvent was chat. And I think chat's um, a very, as I say before, we're using BombGuard. We want to get to a better chat solution. And one of the things we're kind of working through right now and we're kind of solutioning is where should that chat capability be? You know, should we be using kind of native chat capabilities within BMC Remedy Tool? Or should we be looking at actually the chat which is native within Amazon Connect? Could we start looking at options of where we use the BMC tool to start exposing knowledge articles to employee so they can start doing self-service? But if that knowledge article doesn't solve their issue or fix their issue, do a warm handoff to Amazon Connect and actually put it straight through to an agent so they can actually see what they were doing before, why they couldn't fix the issue, and then have that ability to go from a of an agent chat, and if I need to actually go to a telephone call. And that's one of the kind of really powerful things, how you can escalate up that, that tree. Again, talking about personalization, I don't know about you, but our configuration data isn't perfect. Not every telephone number we get from Workday is correct. So we know that when somebody calls in, it's actually the number. They might actually be using um, a, a cell phone, which isn't actually on the system. Or they might be dialing from a different desk because they're working in a different location. So how, is that, how can we actually address that? And one of the things we're very excited to be investigating at this point in time is actually how can we use voice biometrics? And I think that ability to have that conversation with an employee to say, hey, can I take a sample of your um, voice? And actually then in future, we can actually use that for authentication purposes 
So when they call through, we know immediately we're talking to somebody. And again, that'll actually pop that capability within the ticketing tool, even if their contact number's different. The reason why I think voice biometrics could also be a very useful way of authenticating the way we do things is actually um, on single sign-on. Now, Okta is our single sign-on solution, and we actually have a, an Okta password reset capability within the tool itself. But every three or four months, the employee forgets how to reset the password, and they call the service desk. And it's still our number one number of calls we actually get. And it's over about 10% of our volume is still password reset to do with either Okta or through our Active Directory. So now, what about if the employee actually can call up and we can actually use that voice biometric to then say, yes, you are actually speaking to Simon Clark. And actually, you want to reset your password? Let's do that automatically without actually having to engage in it. That's going to take a lot of those kind of busy work away from the agent and actually let them focus on the harder issues. The other thing we're looking at is actually post-call surveys. Now, I don't know about you, but at the end of um, our engagements with our employees, we actually issue a Wufu survey via email to the employee. And as I say, we have about 40,000 contacts a year with our employees. But guess what? We get about 2% response rate to those, to those uh, emails. That's not really going to help us say, are we doing a good job? It's not going to really help us look at our CSAT. So what about at the end of that call, if we can actually say, hey, do you mind staying on this call for a couple of, you know, to answer two questions? You know, how was your experience and what could we do differently? And that's something we're actually going to be putting in place and that's going to give us that real time feedback about how are we performing as a, as a service desk. The other thing which is kind of emerging is the ability to actually use um, transcribe and comprehend and use this in a real-time perspective. And I think instead of just looking at historic information, as I showed you before, those kind of Kibana views of comprehend and, uh, and, and, uh, and uh, the sentiment analysis to actually then say what happened historically, what about if a call is actually going on right now and it's not going well? What happens if we can actually start using real-time sentiment analysis and actually flag that to a supervisor to say, hey, this call is not going well. You might want to actually listen in here. You might even want to take this call over actually take that off. That's, again, going to be another major driver, I think, to improving that employee experience when they engage with a service desk. And again, using um, the capabilities here, we're going to start seeing those emerging trends from all those interactions. You know, those interactions could be voice, they could be chat. We're going to start getting it all in one platform, and that's going to be a really powerful uh, management information tool as well. So let's move on and talk about expansion. So I talked about how we expanded and created a global and created a shared services organization for News Corp within North America. Well, that model proved to be so successful that the News Corp technology leadership team said, go and do this globally. So that's what we've been looking at. And now we're actually now seeing how we can actually expand this model to take in the likes of News Australia, News UK, and also our, operation, our companies out in India with news technology services. All of a sudden, we're expanding from our existing kind of 11,000 employees in North America up to a global scale of 25,000 employees totally, which is a massive expansion. But with this expansion of scale also comes some other complexities that we're having to work through right now. And these are some of the big challenges I'm facing as I speak to you during this presentation. North America is using BMC Remedy as is News UK. They're using Remedy. 
But News Australia uses ServiceNow. So we've got this big issue now about how can we do this. But one of the things we can start looking at is to say, well, guess what? Let's make the way that employees interact with us from a service desk perspective common. Let's make that connect. Let's think about how Connect can actually work with Remedy and with ServiceNow concurrently. The other thing to think about is when we actually stood up Connect in North America, we actually hosted it in Virginia in, um, in East One. Well, actually, we've done some um, latency tests, and we can actually run the, the Peterborough um, service desk, which is based in the UK. We can actually run that from East One. So we can actually reuse that same instance. So we can actually then have both North America and News UK using the same Connect instance and the same version of Remedy to have that kind of unified experience. But then, with Australia, what we're now looking at is actually implementing Connect in Sydney. So we can actually then have an Australian version and that will be connected to ServiceNow. But one of the things we're now working on is how can we make this a follow-to-sum model? So those employees can actually then speak to Sydney-based uh, employees and then they can go to the service desk and then move on to Peterborough and then move on to Princeton. So these are the challenges working through. And I think one of the exciting things we've asked to put into the roadmap and there's a product feature request is multi-region and the ability to actually fail over. So this is one of the things we hope to see very shortly in a, in a Connect roadmap. So that's really um, what we've been doing with Amazon Connect from a, a service desk perspective and how we've been using this with the employees. But now we're actually starting to look beyond the service desk. And this week, um, we actually are going live with the Wall Street Journal um, direct advertising sales group launching Connect. And they're actually launching Connect actually fully integrated in a real-time basis to Salesforce Lightning using a bespoke integrator. So this is going to be fantastic. So this shows how you can actually go and actually use that capability of these two platforms working in unison. The same kind of concepts of how you embed Connect within Salesforce is going to be utilized by our direct sales team. And this really is a kind of big proving point for us to say, is there, is there this opportunity to take Connect beyond internally facing? And that's why we launched Connect initially for the employees, because it's a safer proving ground before we start exposing it to the customers of News Corp. But now we think it's ready for that customer interaction. That's why we're launching it for the Wall Street Journal advertising direct sales team. But we've started looking beyond that. And we're getting to the point now where Connect is actually becoming the de facto um, solution for all um, contact centers within News Corp. And we started finding so many opportunities of where we can launch Connect going forwards. So again, with the New York Post, we're looking at how Sitel, which um, supports the New York Post customer service organization, can they start using Connect as their kind of way of interacting with their customers. Realtor.com has multiple contact centers on, on, um, on other technologies. How do we migrate those realtor contact centers onto Connect? And then the big one from us is actually looking at Dow Jones and the Wall Street Journal. And the scale of this is huge in terms of the number of customers that are supported and those contact points. And this is where we're actually looking at how we can go beyond there. So that's the opportunity. That's where we see Connect going within, within News Corp. I'd just like to kind of conclude um, this uh, presentation by talking about um, a summary. And this is actually um, a summary I put. Um, it's actually, you'll find this. It's actually my words and actually on the Amazon Connect uh, customer page. 
And um, I'll, I'll just read it out. So the time to value was immediate using Amazon Connect for News Corp Service Desk. Due to the simplicity of Connect, we deployed in just three weeks instead of months. Modifications that used to require a change request and funding can now be configured instantly. And that, to me, really kind of summarizes why we went with Connect and the value that we've actually taken from Connect. So with that, um, thank you very much for your time. Um, as I say, I hope you have a great reInvent. But um, I'd like to now kind of turn it over to you and actually make this an interactive session. And if you'd like to ask me any questions, please do so. Okay, so for the question for everybody, it was actually about voicemail and the application of voicemail. So from a service desk perspective, we actually prefer to use the callback mechanism as that, but actually when we looked at our implementation for the Wall Street Journal direct advertising group, we actually utilized uh, voicemail. So we actually worked with a voice foundry that implementation, actually used the voice foundry solution to actually have um, voicemail. So that, that capability is there, but if you want to leave um, a voicemail that does exist, and we're implementing it from a customer perspective. So that is actually embedded within the solution itself. Yeah. Yeah, so again, you should be, you can actually use that capability to actually then use that, use, use that with native within Connect. Jessica, do you have anything? I know you don't. Know. Amazon, we integrate with a lot of the AI services within AWS. So Lex is fully integrated. You can leverage that in the contact flows as you're building on your customer experience. Poly, text to speech is integrated. And then other services we're working on will be natively integrated as well. But that's all part of, you know, we say it's not just about Amazon Connect, but it's a part of the greater AWS ecosystem. And a lot of the services that Simon is using, he's leveraging that greater AWS ecosystem to really build out an intuitive type context center. So the reason I ask that is because sometimes you have some latency whenever you connect uh, Amazon Connect with Lex. So I was wondering in the future if we would not have to, we don't, we do not need to integrate Lex at all where we can have the Options, you know, saying yes or no, one or two without. That exists. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. So the question was Do we have a skill based routing and the kind of prioritization? Um, yes, we do. So that's one of the things we work with. Um, Voice Foundry, so when we initially set it up, we actually put that skill-based routing in, and we actually have a kind of level one agent, and for the more complex calls, it goes through to a level two agent automatically, so we don't go through that level one, so absolutely, you can bake that into the, into the, uh, the model. I, 
I think you know when you when you look at it from a, a service desk perspective and from an employee perspective, when, when you call, it's time to answer. You know how long how long have I been waiting in that line for, right? So that's one of the things we looked at, and also it's the abandon rate. You know how often does somebody actually say, Do you know what, I've waited too long, I put the phone down, and that really helps us kind of look at how we're actually staffing up. So there are kind of two major KPIs we look at, and the other one we look at is of course fix and first contact, but in many ways. Connect can't help with that. That's more to do with knowledge articles. Yes, sir. Yeah, we use Kibana for that. So the question was, how do we um, expose our graphical reporting? So yeah, Kibana is our, our solution, the platform we use for that. Yes, sir. Yep, that's our intern. That's the that's being used by Amazon today. So we have about 50 plus businesses leveraging this technology, and that's what I was referencing. So we developed this technology 11 years ago, and that is from which Amazon Connect was born. The internal technology. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So the question was, can are there different levels of permissions and actually access to the system? So. Say, for example, an agent needs to go and change their status and need to go to a lunch break, as per your question. The agent can set that in Connect and actually go off and do that. But if they fail to do that, then Blake, as you saw in that example there, he can see the screen, he can actually see the agent status, and he can actually go into Connect and overwrite that and set it to the status it needs to be. And again, that all synchronizes back to Remedy as well in terms of their availability. So the question was, how are we kind of implementing our, our Connect? So what we do is we actually put it into the, the same um, VPC. So it has the same kind of integrations and permissions. But then within that VPC, we actually then separate it. It's actually a separate instance within that VPC. So again, so we have one for the service desk. And when we've launched Wall Street Journal direct advertising sales, that's a separate instance of Connect. So the question was about um, shared services and, and where are we in terms of bringing together these shared services. So the, the North American um, Shared Services Organization went live in July 2018. And in fact, we actually went live with a global version on the 25th of October this year. 
So to your point about where we are in terms of consolidating to kind of one Opta, one AD, uh, one ticketing system, that's all in progress. That's the kind of management challenges that we're working through right now. So with that brings its own complexities about how you then integrate the back end. So I think as we've actually moved to, and I'll put it back to initial model, so the Princeton service desk was actually 24 hours, seven days a week still. But now we find with this global model, we actually have um, our service desk in Australia. We have one in the UK and one in Princeton. And they all do kind of multi-hour support. So the opportunity now is to actually move to a follow the sum model. And this is one of the things we're working out is how does that follow the sum model work with Connect how if I'm a person in Australia calling outside the Australian hours, how does that call then get into Connect and actually be answered by somebody in the UK? So the, these are the things we're actually working through with, uh, with Amazon ProServe right now and also with Voice Foundry about how we set up this follow-over sum model, but also make it a multi-region model as well with an added complexity that we've got two different ticketing tools at this point in time. So as I say, there's a lot of kind of things, we kind of, a lot of moving pieces, but in an ideal world, we're going to get to one ticketing platform with one connect. Again, it's going to be in two regions, but as we start looking at multi-region, that's really going to help as well. Oh, no, actually, the, all of the desk side support um, is all under one global entity. So it's all, so we're providing a kind of shared service to all the business units across News Corp. So that's, that's the way that works. Yes, sir. So the question was, how do we kind of look at quality assurance? And, and I think it's all to do with sentiment analysis. And when we looked at those kind of Cabana slides and that kind of pie chart, when you start seeing those kind of red areas where you start getting these kind of keywords flagging, you know, that, that's to me a kind of a, a red flag that the, the supervisor then starts looking at what actually happened on this call and actually then find out is, is that actually happening because of a specific agent and start drilling down to that and say, does that agent then need more training? And one of the things we're very excited about is what I mentioned about this kind of real-time sentiment analysis because instead of just looking back on it, maybe making that weekly task to say, you know, how are we doing from a sentiment perspective? You know, where's my training areas? they can actually intercept that call on the desk whilst it's happening and actually maybe turn a bad situation into an okay, if not a good situation at the end of it. So that's the way we kind of do quality assurance and kind of, and again, the fact we can actually then sit down with the agent and actually play back their call, they can hear it instantly and they can actually then see how they can actually improve it. Any other questions? So again, I really appreciate um, you coming today. I appreciate you listening to um, the journey we've had with a news corp with Amazon Connect. And um, I wish you all a fantastic reInvent. Thank you very much.